new ideas, thought-leading opinions and the latest ways of working. This is the School Leadership Podcast. Hello, welcome back to the start of a brand new school year and to a new episode, a wholly new episode of the School Leadership Podcast. Good to know you're there. In this episode, we're talking about climate change and how schools are supporting their pupils to take an active interest in one of the most pressing issues facing the world today. We will hear from a head teacher and NAHT member whose school has already started taking action to reduce its own carbon footprint. And from a member of the House of Lords who's leading a campaign encouraging schools and pupils to pledge to take their own action to tackle climate change. Engaging content and revealing insights. In conversation with James Bowen. Graham Frost is the head teacher of Robert Ferguson Primary School in Cumbria. Earlier on this year, Graham brought a motion to the NHT annual conference which talked specifically about the issue of climate change and the role schools and the NHT can play to help engage their pupils in this crucial topic. Well, I've been uh, doing a lot at school uh, on climate change. Um, What's really prompted me down that road is, uh, I mean, I don't know about you, but I recall learning about the greenhouse effect, the threat of deforestation of the rainforests when I was at school. I also remember feeling really angry, uh, worried, perplexed that there wasn't, doesn't seem to be much doing, being done about those dangers, uh, addressing them. It was just like, we, we know there's a problem, um, end of. Um, so now as a head teacher, when I'm teaching children about the, the science, uh, which has gone very much in the last few years from being a kind of a, a fringe concern to being very mainstream, um, well, I, I'm then having the children that I'm teaching coming back to me saying similar things to the things I was thinking when I was a child, uh, similarly mystified about the, the collective foolishness of uh, just allowing these things to go on unchecked. Um, so when the children are saying to me, what are we doing about this then? Uh, I felt absolutely compelled to do something more. Because uh, I think we're, as, as head teachers, I think we're, as school leaders, we're, we're well-versed. Right across teaching, we're well-versed in this notion that we have a duty and a responsibility to uh, prepare children for the world. Um, but I take it a little bit further now and say, well, I think actually we've got a, a duty and a responsibility to prepare the world for our children. Uh, and that is what I'm hearing uh, coming from uh, councillors and politicians. They're starting to echo those same kind of sentiments. Uh, so I brought the motion to national conference because I felt strongly that NAHT should equip and empower school leaders to support this generation of children to have uh, a much bigger platform so that they can communicate the message across to as wide an audience as possible. And I know from conversations we've had in the past, Graham, there's, there's a lot going on in your school already. The, the children are quite heavily involved in this work. Perhaps you could tell us a bit more about what that looks like in your school. Yeah, sure. I, I was uh, a bit puzzled by a uh, recent political comment about let's have climate change in the curriculum. Well, of course, it already is you know, in human and physical geography and in science. Um, so we're already teaching it. We're also very engaged in uh, teaching the sustainable development goals. Um, so we uh, have the children uh, learning about climate change within the full spectrum of, of those goals, which are about sustainability in all, all manner of uh, aspects of life. Um, but the past few months have entailed a real ramping up of our focus on the issue of climate change. 
Uh, we held uh, and organized uh, a local event called the Cumbria Youth Climate Change Summit in April. And uh, since then, we've produced a, a series of videos highlight, highlighting the issues. Um, and what's really powerful about these videos is they are having a strong impact um, with some significant pledges already coming from, uh, from big business uh, in terms of uh, carbon footprint reduction. Uh, and that's come about through uh, the developing connection with uh, Lord Reedsdale and the Do Something Now campaign. And what sort of response have you had from the, the children in your school and perhaps, you know, the wider community? How have parents responded to this? Uh, well, the children are really, uh, really engaged. It's, it's quite um, uh, exciting when it reaches a tipping point where actually instead of uh, the sort of impetus coming from the adults, now it's very much coming from the children uh, who are challenging us as a school uh, about doing more. So when I teach teach them about how I've put a food digester into my garden, they're saying, well, why haven't we got them in school, Mr. Frost? So, uh, and when they are busily recycling the millions of uh, plastic containers that, that uh, are associated with the, the school milk scheme, uh, they're saying, well, can't we have a different system? Do we have to have all these single-use plastic containers? So we're, re we're reviewing that. So yeah, it has really sort of turned the other way around. And we've now got our empowered young people coming back at us saying, right, okay, let's do some more. Um, and I think it's very much uh, having the same impact on, on parents because uh, they're going home, the children are going home talking about what they've learned in school. Uh, but if you think about how previous generations of children have persuaded their pa parents to consider stopping smoking once they've learned about the health risks at school, I think it's the same with this current generation that they're going home and saying, look, we need to do more on sustainable living. Uh, so I think you know, ch children are becoming very much the change agents at uh, the, uh, the grassroots level uh, on, on this. But even more so, they're having an impact um, more in terms of their national and um, uh, local campaigning. Uh, so they've written uh, to uh, the government departments concerned with uh, climate change and had re um, responses back. Uh, they've taken part um, in uh, these local events that we've organised. Uh, but the videos that we've created have also had a really, you know, they're really having a strong impact, I think, with the parents who are tuning in to hear their children presenting the science of climate change. And you've mentioned those videos there, Graham. How, how can people see those? Is that by just going on to YouTube or something similar? Yeah, if you just go onto YouTube and look for Robert Ferguson Primary School, uh, and then you'll see uh, our videos uh, on that channel. Um, yeah. And the, the, the thing I'd say there is uh, if there is anyone who's really interested in either doing video work or organizing a Cumbria Youth, like similar to our Cumbria Youth Climate Change Summit, a similar event in, in your area, um, just get in touch. And so what's next, Graham? Where, where do you go from, um, from here? What's going to happen next year with this? Well, I think we haven't uh, finished with uh, the impact of these videos. Um, I've been delighted that um, through um, the, our uh, link now with Lord Reedsdale, he's, he's using some of those videos in some of the meetings that are being held. He's reporting back to us that, um, uh, that some of those meetings have resulted in, um, you know, the big business making big pledges on carbon reduction. So you can imagine the response of my children at my school when I'm re relaying that back to them, because we're teaching them about the fact that uh, their efforts can have a real impact, uh, that uh, we're teaching them about 
uh, activism um, in the, all the right ways. And so when we're saying, well, actually, you know, that video that we made, well, this is the impact of it. Um, you know, they're absolutely really just kind of, uh, it's like an, a, a jaw-dropping uh, jaw response. Um, but then the impact of that is it kind of doubles their efforts and their enthusiasm for doing more of the same kind of work. So I don't think we're, we're done with this. I think uh, it's going to run and run um, because, of course, you know, the issue of climate change is going to run and run and become even more prevalent as we uh, increasingly see the effects of it. Um, but, uh, but we're also going to organise more events uh, and we're going to be working with other organisations. We're already working with uh, Cumbria Wildlife Trust uh, with a view to a future event. Um, and uh, also working with Global Action Plan, who are bringing out some uh, fantastic resources for schools in the autumn, uh, Transform Our World. Um, so, yeah, yeah, there's lots and lots more to be done on this. Uh, but I think now, actually, uh, we've kind of uh, lit the touch paper for this uh, youth activism on climate change with our pupils. So now we've got to decide whether we found the flames or, um, you know, or, or allow it to just fizzle out. Well, you, I think you can gather from my enthusiasm for this, uh, it's not going to fizzle out. NAHT EDGE is a new type of teaching union aimed specifically at teachers with leadership responsibilities. As a member of NAHT EDGE, you'll benefit from access to a wealth of leadership resources, practical advice and support with your own career development. You can also watch our new series of bite-sized CPD videos on the NAHT Edge website. Membership is just £13.50 a month or £8.10 if you're part-time. Head over to our website to find out more. Your feedback and suggestions are always welcome. Our email is info at naht.org.uk. Let's bring on an exclusive new interview. And it's time to pick up with part two of this month's School Leadership Podcast. Lord Reedsdale is a Liberal Democrat who's been a member of the House of Lords since 1991. He's got a particular interest in the issue of climate change and is a strong supporter of a new campaign known as Do Something Now or DSN. DSN is a grassroots campaign that encourages pupils and schools to identify actions they can take to reduce their own carbon footprint. On the day that Parliament returned at the start of September, James Bowen spoke with Lord Reedsdale on the House of Lords Terrace. So what exactly is uh, the Do Something Now campaign all about and why are you lending your support to it? Well, there's a real issue around climate change. It's very depressing seeing the Amazon going up in flames, the coral reefs dying um, and we can see that climate change is affecting the season so everybody is being affected by it um, and but we also know it's may it's man-made you know we've known that for years um, and it's due to our actions in the modern world so the idea of do something now is not one individual person can't do enough actions to actually have an effect however we get 10, 100, 1,000 people to change subtly what they're doing, uh, that has a massive impact on carbon footprints. And it's important to realise that this changes how society works. And in terms of sort of practicalities, what is it you're asking people to actually physically do when it comes to the campaign? Um, we want them to pick their own actions. Um, people know that, you know, what they're doing, but understanding things like how they look at transport, you know, whether they should take a bike or walk, um, whether they should decide on holiday 
maybe they're going to go by plane anyway, but pack less. It will decrease the weight, which decreases the amount of carbon you're actually costing through the aircraft. So making changes along those lines, um, it can be anything from changing the way you eat plastics to the way um, whether you eat meat all the time. And is this about uh, people making a pledge? Is that, am I understanding that correctly? You want people actually to sort of physically sign up and, and pledge to do something to improve their carbon footprint. Is, is that the sort of approach you're taking? So the, the idea is that um, it's up to the individual to try and do something. And what we find is if you tell somebody to do something, they may do it, they may not. Um, if you incentivize them to do something, they're going to do a lot more. And it's not even just the action. It's the thinking about the action and then realising they're probably going to do other things. So it's cumulative. And, and how are you hoping or foreseeing that schools and, and pupils could get involved in this? Schools and pupils seem to be the most motivated and the most positive about doing things. A lot of us are, are incredibly cynical. <laughs> <laughs> you know, being being reality, you know, we all talk the talk but don't really do quite a lot of it. So um, it's great to get the school kids uh, enamoured by the ideas and start them really along the process. I think uh, plastics has been a big example. But we already know that the government has a policy for reaching um, net zero emissions. But it's uh, it's around things like encouraging people to eat less meat. But there's already a societal trend to do that. It's just making people, making kids realise what they could do and change how they live, uh, not in a massive way, uh, that they can then pledge to. So the idea is they make a achievable pledge. So you know they don't then say something they can't achieve. They make an achievable pledge, and they either then post it on social media if they're too young to do that, tell their friends. And what we found with um, a couple of schools is making a video uh, around what the school is trying to do and then posting that. So is the idea perhaps one approach might be individual pupils or all the individual pupils in the school all come up with their individual pledge, something they're going to do in terms of reducing their carbon footprint and then schools sort of capturing all of those so you've got lots of individual pledges. Is that one approach? Definitely. I mean, the only way we're going to re reduce the amount of carbon is if people actually get fired up to do something. I mean, the problem we have at the moment is the government's made these wonderful pledges at Paris to change how much carbon we're using. But that doesn't happen unless companies, individuals, um, organisations like schools actually go out and reduce the amount of carbon they're using. So it can be as simple as working out that the lights are turned on uh, when people aren't in the build, you know, aren't in the building or using the classrooms, to how they recycle, through to a number of different actions, how they get to school. But I love the idea of pester power as well, you know, setting them the job of actually going and working out how much they use at home, and trying to tell their parents that actually their parents should change as well. And what are you hoping to achieve with the project? What's the long-term goal? What's the long-term strategy? How far do you think this could possibly go? I think you have to be very careful with making claims about achievements. If we try to say, oh, we've saved 50,000 tonnes of carbon, it's actually fairly irrelevant because nobody really understands what 50,000 tonnes of carbon looks like. What I want to do is launch a campaign that gets people fired up, and it might not be for a very long time, but when they get fired up, they understand that certain actions that they can carry on doing again and again will change things. And you end up with these sort of um, campaigns become societal. 
uh, it wasn't that long ago that people, you know, I remember uh, years back when plastic bottles just didn't exist for water. And now it seems everybody consumes three or four plastic bottles a day, even though the water from your tap might be better. Um, you know, and we probably, because of the campaign on plastics, uh, will return to a point where having a plastic bottle is seen as morally not acceptable. So it, it's how do you change people's view? And what would your response be to, say, critics who say, look, you know, individuals taking minor actions, this isn't going to change much. You know, we need a global response. We need multinational companies. We need nations that are the highest polluters. That's the level of change. You know, a few school children pledging to do small things, that's not going to have an impact. What would your response be to those? Plastic bags. Okay, for years everybody had plastic bags. I mean, you couldn't walk to the trek out without them giving you 10 for, you know, individual items. It was ridiculous. And now, people, you know, I see people walking down the street with items clasped in their, in their arms because they're not going to have a plastic bag. And it's not due to the 5P. It's due to the fact that plastic bags are now seen as a moral issue. So you're somehow, society frowns on you if you're wandering around with a plastic bag now. And that's had a massive impact. Millions of plastic bags no longer used because they weren't actually needed. Um, so, yes, uh, if an individual turned around to me and said a few years ago, I'm not using a plastic bag because I'm cutting down the use of plastic bags, um, would that have really changed the world? No. But people campaigning and then the government enforcing a rule that doesn't say you can't use plastic bags it just says 5p which in the great scheme of things is not going to change people's behavior on a hundred pound shop um, but because the morality of it changed people change so all you have to do is start a campaign and as people understand the issue they'll change their attitude um, that's what we're trying to achieve and so for people who are listening to this think, actually, I'd quite like to do this. I'd like to find out more about the Do Something Now campaign. I think this could work in my school. It's the kind of thing as a school we could sign up to or we could talk with the pupils about. Where did they go from here? Is this something that's already live? Is this something to look out for in the future? Is there a website? How do they take the next step? We have a very amateur website at the moment um, and we're developing the, uh, the materials. Um, what we're going to do is not do a hard launch with, you know, massive fanfare. What we'll start be, start doing is making sure that, say, through this podcast or through um, through information from an NHAT, HT, or other organisation, we'll start providing um, teachers with the with the background information. But one of the real basis of this is you can do it now. So you could, you know, there's a video online um, from Robert Ferguson Primary School, uh, which I think is going to be made available, um, which just shows what one school can do and how they can engage all their kids. You know, and whilst we would like to be prescriptive on certain things, it's up to every school to what they actually want to do. They might have a walk to school campaign. They might have a, uh, a refill tap installed. They might have... Uh, whatever it is they're looking at, they might get their kids to do little surveys on how much energy they use and how they could cut it down. Um, you know, it's up to the teachers to come up and say, we can do this um, because, uh, to be brutally honest, it's going to be actually up to the teachers to, um, to show the initiative and bring it forward. And of course, once we've got a load of schools doing it and then you get a lot of uh, um, people posting what they're doing, 
that'll drive the campaign and the most popular tweets will sort of uh, replicate themselves into what the kids want to do. And that is all for this episode. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time. To make sure you receive all of the future podcasts from us, NAHT and NAHT Edge, don't forget to subscribe on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. doesn't matter if you're an iOS or Android user, it's so easy to get all the episodes of this podcast. One more thing, if you'd be kind enough to leave us a review, that'd be great and really, really helpful. The School Leadership Podcast looks forward to hearing your thoughts. NAHT is a professional association and union for school leaders. NAHT Edge is the part of our association aimed specifically at aspirational middle leaders. To discover more about the benefits of being an NAHT Edge or NAHT member, go online to nahtedge.org.uk forward slash join or www.naht.org.uk forward slash join. You can follow us on Twitter. Our accounts are at NAHT Edge and at NAHT News.